Welcome to the Advancing the Kingdom podcast with Apostle Matthew Tillery. Let's hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It all depends on where you are. Merry Christmas to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Advancing the Kingdom podcast. I am your host, Matthew Tillery. Feliz Navidad. Hallelujah. Thank God for all of you on today. We are excited. Merry Christmas. Happy. Well, Happy New Year as well. So we are excited about today's podcast. We're going to go ahead and get right in, in it. I am excited about uh, what the Lord is doing. And certainly we thank God for allowing us to just be able to enjoy and to be part of 2022 and to be a part of this uh, Christmas for this year. Once again, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad. Let's go ahead and jump into this this word. I only have about 30 minutes, so I want to go ahead and get into the word today. I want to read a text real quick, and then we're going to dive right into the uh, the teaching of this word today. Uh, coming out of Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 14, it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Now this is now, you could just really take this uh, text right here, just take this verse alone and just really flow with it. Because the, the Bible says God is not going to call the prophets. He's not going to call the apostles. He's not going to call the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists. He's not going to call the fivefold ministry gifts. God says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will be called or his name shall be called Emmanuel. Now, once again, that just that God himself is it really excites me knowing that God, God is doing this thing himself. That part alone, just for some reason, it just gives me excitement to know that God just himself. When, when I saw that word himself, uh, I really got excited about that. I just got excited about that because God says I'm not going to use a middleman, but it's just going to be me. Hallelujah. And then I want to read another uh, chapter in Isaiah chapter nine, verse number six. It says for unto us, a child is born and is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Talking about Jesus, the Christ and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, the mighty God the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Hallelujah. So look, the, the, the birth of Jesus, it was something. Uh, it, it, first of all, it was it was prophetic. Isaiah prophesied about it. Many other prophets prophesied about the birth of Christ. It, it, but, you know, the reality of this thing, it was more than just a birth. The birth of Jesus, Jesus was more than a birth. It I, I believe it was a radical plan by God. It was a design plan by God to bring those of us that would believe in him and to bring us back into a place in his kingdom and a position in his kingdom that we lost via Adam. Now, watch this. I believe that his birth, it was supernatural. It was unusual. He was born uh, through that of a of, of, of a virgin. But he was in, but Mary was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. God, Jesus birth. It was, it was a natural birth, but it was also a divine birth. Jesus being fully man, but yet at the same time, he was also fully God. 
He was he was the God man. He was he was all God and he was all man. Hallelujah. So this is why Joseph could not impregnate Mary, because if Joseph would have impregnated Mary, Jesus would just been a mere man. <laughs> he would just been a mere man like you and I No, but Jesus Mary was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. Now watch this. His. I believe that the birth of Jesus, that I believe that it was that his birth was more to than to save us and to give us salvation. Uh, and to bring us from a place of sin. All of that is true. But I believe that Jesus had a bigger plan. He had a larger plan through that of his birth. It was bigger than just coming to save us. And, and because if that's, if that's the reality, once we, once we are born, once we, once, once he saved us, he'll just take us on to heaven. Once, once we are born into the earth, he'll just save us. And take it. so, so it's bigger. God had a bigger plan. He had a prophetic plan for you and I, and I believe it was more than just save us from sin. But but he came, watch this, to demonstrate to us in the earth with him being fully God and being fully man. I believe this is just what I believe. I believe that the birth of Jesus was larger than just coming to save us. But I believe that Jesus, Jesus's birth, prophetically, it demonstrated to us the capabilities that we have. Watch this. Jesus, Acts 10 and 38. Jesus being a mere man, all man and all God, but he functioned in the earth realm as a man. But even as he functioned in the earth realm as a man, he needed to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Acts 10 and 38. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit empowered Jesus as a mere man while he walked the earth. In other words, he put his authority, he put the Godhead on the shelf and said, let me come into the earth realm to be born by a virgin, to be born into the earth. And let me show the ecclesia, let me show my body how they can function in the earth. This thing was amazing. It was bigger than him coming into the earth just to save us. It was larger. He had a big, bigger picture than that. He had a bigger vision. He had a bigger purpose than just coming into the earth to just save us and then just snatch us out. And one day we go live in heaven. No, his, his, his purpose, uh, to come into the earth. Well, number one, it was to destroy the works of the enemy. All of the works of the enemies have been destroyed by Jesus. <laughs> All principalities and powers have been destroyed by Jesus. Now, Jesus gives us the ability. He gives us the capabilities to function and operate in the earth as he did. Watch this. He says that. Now, now watch this. He says, I'm looking. Christ is looking because we're in some critical times and, and, and we're in some 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 savvy times. We're in some some crazy times. So so Christ says, I'm looking for a body. That he can put his headship on. Foxes have holes. The birds, they, birds have no nest. But, but, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. This scripture in this text wasn't talking about uh, that Jesus didn't have a place to stay. He could have stayed with Lazarus. He, he could have stayed within. He could have stayed with a lot of folk. Matter of fact, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. 
He could have said, come here, uh, whatever they had back then to live in. He, he could have had the best of everything because he was the best of everything. God sent his best into the earth, amen, to be a demonstration for us, the ecclesia, the called out ones. And not just that, he sent his son in the earth, amen, to be for all of us, not just the saved, but the unsaved as well. Christ came into the earth to demonstrate to us how we can love folk, to demonstrate to us how we can live above the, the, the issues of life. He, he came to demonstrate how we can be successful in life. He came to demonstrate to us how we can be the head and not the tail. He came to demonstrate to us how, how oh God, how we can be the lender and not the borrower. Christ came into the earth to demonstrate to his body how we can function in the earth realm and be successful. Foxes have holes, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. He wasn't not talking about a house. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The earth and everything in the earth belongs to God. We are, he have chosen us. We are just stewards in the earth to operate and to manage the affairs of God until he comes back for his church. We have been called in the earth realm to be stewards of God's stuff. It's not our stuff is it is his stuff and if god has blessed us with some things it's not because of us <laughs> it's because god trusts you to manage what he owns <laughs> isn't that awesome that god he will trust us to manage what he this is why the in genesis it, it talks about how god has given us dominion and authority in the earth to to function and to operate and to rule and to manage his affairs we don't own the church we the church is owned by jesus the christ you didn't start the church oh lord have mercy i'm sorry you didn't start the church ma'am you didn't start the church sir your name may be on it but you didn't start it the church was started by jesus christ upon this rock i will build my church I will build my church. Hallelujah. Maybe then if there if there are no substance and if there are no miracles and if there are no supernatural happenings in our churches, maybe then we're trying to build our own church. Maybe we're trying to be like the Pharisees and the scribes. Maybe we're trying to get all of the attention. But once we turn the attention back on Jesus the Christ, we're going to see the miracles. We're going to see the power demonstrated in the earth realm. There are men and women. We need to see the authority of God. We need to see the power of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And the Lord showed me this this morning. He says, "You." He says, "The church celebrate my birthday. My birthday every December the twenty fifth." He says, but from January 1 to December the 24th, he says the church, they don't, they don't, they don't function and they don't operate in the full capabilities of what I have granted to them and what I, oh God, and what I have granted for them and what I have put on the inside of them. Come on, we have to be about our father's business, men and women. Come on, we have to learn, God, we, we, we just, we, we have to change our mentality and be about the father's business because he is looking for a body 
that he can put his headship on. God is looking for the body. He wants the body to get back into an alignment with him. The body is out of alignment. And that's why we don't see the miracles. That's why we don't. Come on. Because now all of the attention. We want all the attention. We want to say we did it. We want to say we laid hands and they got healed. We want to say I built this big sanctuary. We want all of the attention. But God says in 2023 that all the attention. All the attention is coming back on him because he is realigning his body that his headship may sit back on his body the church we are the church we are the called out ones we are the ecclesia so watch this so the body we we refuse to remove we we refuse to remove the things that's out of alignment in our lives so our life can be lying back align come into an alignment back into the will and the purpose of god the body refuses to 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 allow his headship he wants his headship christ christ we're celebrating his birthday december the 25th although that's probably not when he was actually born but that is irrelevant and i'm not going to get in an argument about when he was born i don't care when he was born he could be december it could be april it doesn't matter to me the reality was he was born hallelujah i'm excited just because he was born because he was born i got reborn because he was born into the earth we got reborn and we got the we started to reclaim the things that we lost christ restored our relationship back to the place that Adam whatever he did and, and how he messed up in the garden and, and all this stuff is, is irrelevant the truth is Jesus came into the earth realm not just to give us salvation not just so we could get to heaven that would be a limited perspective of Jesus's birth <laughs> hallelujah Jesus so his birth his birth it paved the way for us to advance God's kingdom in the earth realm and have eternal life with the king. Hallelujah. We have eternal life, but we can have, we can have, we can have heaven here in the earth. And I'm praying that we, the church, will allow his headship to get back on the body. Hallelujah. And, and, and you know when his headship is on the body, the headship of Christ is so heavy. The headship of Jesus. Is, Jesus is so heavy. The weight of his ministry is so heavy. Hallelujah. And oftentimes, because the, of the weight that it brings, sometimes it crushes us. And that's what he wants to do. Unless a grain of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit hallelujah your crushing is about to bring forth so much fruit the stuff that you've been through and the things that you've gone through and and all the the warfare that you've been in the crushing i call it the the, the, the season of crushing when everything that can be crushed is being crushed that he may bring you and i into a place with him that we never been before hallelujah his birth it paved the way for us to advance God's kingdom in the earth realm and gave us eternal life with the king. Matthew, in chapter 3, John the Baptist became a forerunner for Christ. 
Hallelujah. He became a forerunner for Christ. And he comes, John, preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he says, for this is, this is what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. John says, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. And that is a prophetic declaration for this morning. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. He's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. And he's tired of us, the body, functioning outside of the perimeters of him. We don't know how to love no more. There's so much divisiveness. There's so much division in the body. Everybody want to be great. But, but the Bible says that the greatest one is the least one. If you want to be great, you have to become the least. That's the way the kingdom functions. The kingdom is an upside down kingdom. It doesn't function by the way of the world. And God, look, we don't have to sleep our way to the top. We don't have to prostitute our gifts and prostitute our way to the top. No, all we have to do is allow his headship to be on us. The government shall be upon his shoulders. So John comes crying in the wilderness. Prepare the, the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John the Baptist, he gets the honor. What an awesome honor. That Jesus granted to John the Baptist. And he gives him the authority to baptize him. Jesus' Jesus's baptism came by way of John. Hallelujah, Jesus. John the Baptist gets the honor of introducing Jesus. Hallelujah. And he says a new system is here. And because the new system is here, we cannot continue to do what we've always done. The scribes and the Pharisees and the religious sect, they were upset with John because he didn't look the part. He didn't talk the part. He didn't have, he didn't dress, he didn't have the attire that the religious sect had on. But he had been prophesied that John the Baptist would prepare the way of the Lord and there is a generation that's going to prepare the way of the Lord they're going to make his path straight and in preparing the way in making his path straight they are going to ruffle some feathers because they're going to and we're already seeing that we are already seeing men and women over the internet they are they are causing feathers they are ticking folk off <laughs> It, it, it was a declaration from John and an, and an announcement that a new system, how much time I have, that a new system, have about 12 minutes, that a new system and a new way of doing business in the earth had arrived. John was a forerunner for something greater. Hallelujah. Somebody just type if you're on social media, 
Facebook, or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and type in the comment section, I am a forerunner. I am a forerunner for Christ. Jesus was a, John was a forerunner for something greater. And I believe today's church has been called to be a forerunner. Somebody just type it. I'm a forerunner. And when you're a forerunner, <laughs> folk will not agree with you. When you're a forerunner, you're going to have to cut some folk off. When you are a forerunner, all hell will break loose in your life. But, but, but because there is, there is a, God, I thank you, Holy Ghost. There is a forerunner's grace on your life. <laughs> and that's why you can't be stopped. Because there is a forerunner's grace on your life. We are supposed to be forerunners in the earth. We are supposed to be forerunners in the earth. Forerunners in religion. Forerunners in government. Forerunner in businesses. Forerunners in education. Forerunners in media, family, arts, entertainment, and all of the seven mountains of influence. We are supposed to be forerunners in those areas. And this is why we are seeing men and women, oh God, and boys and girls, they are entering those seven mountains of influence. And we are seeing God manifest in those sections, in those uh, spheres, places of influence. And it's not coming from folk that you think that it should come from. God has a generation of men and women that he's raising up. And they have been called to be a voice in the wilderness because it's God. It's your voice, sir. It's your voice, ma'am. Hallelujah. That will prepare the way for Christ. That will prepare the way for something we have never experienced before. Jesus' birth was a game changer. That's my message. That's my title. Just, just, put, just put that in the comment. That Jesus' birth was a game changer. <laughs> Woo. If, if. The Bible, if, if they would have known that Jesus was the Christ, they would never have crucified him. If they would have known, because even all the miracles that he did and everything that Jesus did when he walked the earth, there were many st that still didn't see him as the Christ. And most of that, most of the naysayers came from religious folk. Don't allow religious folk to stop you and from stop you from being what God has called you to be and do before the foundation of the world. They will never understand your assignment. Matter of fact, they don't have revelation of your assignment. They will never support you. Some people would look, I, I have learned and I understand that the success of my ministry is not predicated on how many lacks I get on social media. <laughs> and let me drop the bomb, ma'am and sir. The success of your ministry is not predicated by how many likes you get. The success of ministry is predicated on us doing what the Father has called us to do. Because a crowd is not... God, I hate to, God. 
a crowd is not an indication that your ministry is successful. If that's the case, Jesus had a, <laughs> Jesus had a crowd, but when he told them the, when he told them and gave them a vision and the purpose of his ministry, most of them just left him. <laughs> Woo, Lord have mercy. He says, John says, he says, repent. The kingdom is coming and the kingdom is here. The kingdom is coming, but the kingdom is also here. The kingdom is a, it's para, it's a paradoxical place. It's coming, but it's already here. <laughs> repent, change the way you think. Because that word repent just simply means change your mind. Change the way you think. Because now Jesus is here. And there's a new system in the earth. And we must abide. We must follow the new system that's in the earth. The Bible says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, Matthew 3 and 6, he went up out of the water. When John baptized Jesus, he came up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was open. Lord, Lord, Lord. The Lord says, tell the, those of you that's on this podcast today and will be listening and watching later. That Jesus, listen, the heavens, <laughs> listen, listen, when the heavens, when the heaven, when the heavens were open, they haven't closed since, <laughs> when, <laughs> you, 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 I know we said he's going to give us an open heaven, no ma'am, no sir, that's not good theological it's not even a theological debate. I, I, I have an exegesis <laughs> moment right here. Uh, and not only that, I, have a, I, I'm a, I am an apologist right now, and I came to defend the word. When Jesus, when the heavens open up, they never close back. You are up, up, are up under an open heaven. Somebody just lift your arms up and just shout, I am up under an open heaven. That means that we are healed from every disease, every sickness, because we are, we are up under an open heaven. I believe it. Hallelujah. I believe it. I believe it. As long as there's a bleep on the monitor, I believe it. <laughs> we are up under an open heaven. All the pain and sufferings. That we've done. We are up under an open heaven. The heavens, they have never closed. We are up under an open heaven. In Jesus' name. The Bible says at that moment, heaven was open. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove. And the lightning on him. And verse 17 says, and a voice from heaven said. It was the voice from heaven God, that says, this is my son in whom I love, in whom I'm well pleased. Hallelujah, Jesus. I believe that there is a voice that's being released from the open heavens now over your life. And there are some things that you've been praying for. There are some things that you've been believing God for. And I believe today with you. 
Why? The question becomes, why was God pleased? Because, watch this. The Lord showed me this this morning. I said, God, because Jesus, you know, he was led from the baptism pool <laughs> upon lake, whatever, into the wilderness to be tested and tempted of the devil. I said, God, what, why, 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 why were you pleased? Watch this. This is good. This is important. I need to share this before I leave. Because Jesus, he moved beyond his birthing moment. God Almighty. And moved and started to fulfill his assignment in the earth. In other words, he, he, did, he, he wasn't just born and 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 and, and got a name and got a birthday date but he had a destiny date <laughs> and he moved beyond his birthing moment and fulfilled his assignment ma'am sir the lord says that it's time for you to move beyond your birthday your birthing moment what have you done since you've been born what is it have you fulfilled the assignment and the calling of God on your life? Are you still or are you still trying to be validated by man? Are you do you still want the hand claps and the praises of men? Because the devil will allow the praises of men and give you hand claps to get you off course. <laughs> because when you fulfill your assignment in God, you're not going to always get hand claps. Sometimes you're going to get clapped back. <laughs> you're going to have folk to leave you. You're going to have folk to talk about you. You're going to have folk that, that want you dead. And if you can't handle all of that, if you just want hand claps and praises, you just want hand claps and praises, hand claps and praises. That's your validation. But I came to tell you, your real validation, hallelujah, Jesus, your real validation don't come from hand claps and praises. Your real validation comes from your place in the wilderness. Oh, God. And Jesus says the devil tempted him. Whoa, God, and tried to distort him, try to get him, oh, God, to to neglect his assignment but jesus says oh god he says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word hallelujah jesus says the it is the word because i am the word and if i'm going to walk in my assignment i have to walk in my assignment in the word hallelujah we don't just celebrate birthdays each year Thank God for our birthdays. I yeah, we celebrate them, and, and that's great. We should celebrate. Some folks celebrate months, weeks, and all of that is good. But can we celebrate the real reason why we are here? Can we celebrate the real reason why Jesus' birthday is so important? He gave you and I a way out. His birthday was a game changer. His birthday was a game changer. And if the enemies would, would have known, they would, try to, they would have tried to abort the birth. But it couldn't be aborted. <laughs> because it was just not a natural birth. The birth of Christ was a prophetic reminder. It was a prophetic reminder 
a, the, a restoration back to the body. And his death, Jesus' death, was a fulfillment of that prophetic reminder. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His birth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get talked about. Can you imagine what Jesus went, what he went through when he walked to the earth? Can you imagine the pain and the sufferings that he went through? But his birth was bigger. His birth was for you and I. His birth was for all of us. His death was a fulfillment, was a fulfillment of the prophetic reminder. His death was a prophetic, was a, was a fulfillment of why he came into the earth. The Bible declares that he was wounded for my transgressions. He became, he became the sin of the world so we could be free from the sin of the world. He gave us divine healing with the stripes he took. And he gave us divine peace and eternal life. Isn't that amazing? He was born in a manger so you and I could have a voice to the masses. Your voice is needed. Your voice is needed, sir. Your voice is needed in this season and times that we're in. But watch this one more thing. Being, being saved does not exempt us from trouble or pain. But it does gives us certain rights and benefits. As a matter of fact, Psalms 103 says to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. The mind, the will, the intellect. And forget not all of his benefits. I'm not just a beneficiary of heaven, but the Bible declares that I can live a victorious life because of Christ in every season of my life. I can live a victorious life in every season of my life because our lives comes with seasons. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But even in the season, even in that season that you're in, sir, that season that you're in, ma'am, you can live a victorious life. Look, I'm done, but I do want to pray because many on this day, that we lost some loved ones this year and the year prior and prior years. And holidays are a real tough time. Even as I'm really just had a tough time this morning. My mom passed a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, and just really been tough this morning. But I, I, I get comfort knowing that she's, she's with Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I get comfort knowing and celebrate who she was while she was alive. And so I just want to pray for those of you that may be experiencing some grief, grief this morning. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you don't love Lord, the Lord or you don't have faith. So I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, every person that's watching and listening, watching via Facebook, YouTube, or those that's listening on our, on our podcast channels. Lord, I pray for supernatural strength on this day. I pray, God, that you will navigate their lives through this day. 
I pray, Father, that you will be their guidance and you will lead them this day. I pray, Father, that there will be a, an emotional strength, that there will be an emotional healing released in them today, in us, Lord. Father, we just thank you for so much. Thank you, Lord, for the birth of your son, Jesus. Lord, we thank you that his birth saved us and gave us a right to be saved, but it, it, it went further than that, God. Thank you for the restoration of all things. Thank you for peace, God. You said the government shall be on his shoulders. Thank you, Lord, that the government is on his shoulders. We praise you, Lord, for all things. Just honor your name today because you're still worthy of all the praise and all the glory. We thank you, God, for unto us a child is born. It is given to us, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name, God, shall be called Wonderful. We thank you, Lord, that he's been wonderful in our lives. Even in difficult days, God, he, he, he's, Jesus has been wonderful in our lives. And we thank you, God, that he is our counselor. God, when midnight hours and two in the morning, God, when we need that counselor, God, that we cannot get from no one, you know how to come to us, Lord. You know how to strengthen us, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that he is the mighty God. And he's been very mighty in our lives. He's given us strength, God, when we didn't have no strength. He's given us power when we were powerless. He's given us, God, the ability to be able to stand. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus. We praise you because he is the everlasting Father. And, God, we thank you that he is the Prince of Peace. Even when we don't have no peace, the Prince of Peace comes in. And, God, he quiets our emotions Lord, like no one else can do. He quiets the inner man. He quiets those places that has become emotional, an emotional mess. But we thank you, Lord, that you've given us the ability. Thank you for your comfort in all things. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done and what you're doing in the earth. You are a mighty, mighty good God. Listen, I am Apostle Matthew Tillery. Thank you so much for tuning in into this broadcast. If you're on Facebook, can you go, go ahead and hit the share button? I would greatly appreciate it. Can you go ahead and hit the share button before we come off? And if you're on YouTube, thank you. Thank you for those YouTubers. Thank you. If you're on YouTube and if you're not, go ahead and uh, type in ML Tillery Ministries and go ahead and subscribe to the ML Tillery Ministries YouTube channel. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you to all of those that's listening by way of the podcast, Amazon, Apple, uh, so many, Podbean. Thank you to all of those that's listening by way of podcast. We bless the Lord for you on today and thank God for all that he's doing in your life. Listen, Jesus, what's a game changer? Somebody just type that. If you haven't typed that in your comment bar, a place, a space, type that right now. Jesus is a game changer hallelujah in jesus name listen i'm matthew tillery be blessed until we see each other again merry christmas feliz navidad jesus name 
Thanks for joining our podcast. You can email us at mltilleryministries at gmail.com or call 252-977-3002. Until next time, let's advance the kingdom.